It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. I had just pulled into my garage. Jenny's car isn't here. She must have gone out. It'll be good for Kate and me to have a little time alone. We fought earlier today. We've been fighting a lot lately. First, I forced her to do a story for my own ambition. Then I accused her of being clinically crazy when she faced a serious problem. And I forgot to tell her I loved her this morning. I picked up some cupcakes and her favorite six-pack. And now I'm going to go inside and apologize. I'll tell her... I believe her fully. I'll tell her I'm recording everything for my story, or her story, whatever story it's become, starting now. Kate's visions are real, and I am ready to catch the blind butcher. Oh, and uh, I'm going to tell her I love her. I'm home. Kate. Honey, you here? Mm-hmm. Can we talk? I, I'm just going to set this down in the kitchen. I brought those uh, German chocolate cupcakes you like and Pearl Street Porter. Cupcakes have sprinkles. Nothing. Ah, you are mad at me. I'm... I'm sorry. Look, Kate, where are you? Oh, living room. Hi, hon. I love the feel of this shirt on you. Okay, fine. Don't look at me. Give me the cold shoulder. I probably deserve it. I'm sorry. I needed time to get my head together, start to get my head together after Marty. I'm feeling slightly better now, ready to act. We can solve the mystery, find the blind butcher. How? You've... What? Jenny? <laughs> Got you. Took you a long time to figure out I wasn't your wife. You're in her clothes. Mm, spilled wine. Borrowed this. Oh, geez, I'm, I'm so sorry, Jenny. I can't believe that I... Don't worry about it. Kate and I are identical. You must be pretty attracted to me, too. You're my sister-in-law. Never. Maybe not consciously. Where's Kate? You borrowed Kate's keys, so Kate borrowed my car to go. She was meeting you 
Did you not see her? Right. Oh. Right. Uh, oh, no, we, uh, we changed our plans. It's good she left. She needed to get out. I think it's something about this house. Makes you a little stir-crazy. Sure. Do you know when she'll be back? No. So we're all alone. Yes. I'm going to work in my office now. We need to finish our interview, since we were interrupted the other day. Sure. Uh, we can do that. Fantastic. I was wondering... Oh, hang on just a sec. What's that? Swiss Army knife. Used it to uncork the wine. Don't want to forget it. Parcast presents Mind's Eye. I decided it was worthless to go to the station. No one was going to believe my copycat killer sister was coming after me because I discovered we have twin telepathy. I could, however, make sure multiple armed and trained officers witnessed her attack. I had Jenny's car, so she'd be at my house all afternoon. My plan was to invite Eric and his wife Sue over for dinner and arrive home myself shortly before Eric. Miles had an evening meeting with Marty's rabbi, so Jenny and I would be alone. Or so she'd think. Jenny would attack, Eric would arrive, and I'd finally have an eyewitness. And of course, I'd record every second of it. Eric lives in Thornton, about 20 minutes from me, not far from where I pulled over. So I stopped by his house to personally invite him to dinner and to try to patch things up. Our last few interactions were rocky, but fixing that relationship was part of my grand plan. Of course, nothing ever goes according to plan. Eric? Sue? The sign says no solicit. Hi, Kate. Hi, Eric. Good to see you. Yeah. Come in. I know you're wondering if I'm doing better. I am. I don't believe it. What? I know your shrink just got murdered by a copycat of the perp who did your dad. No normal person would be better. So what are you here for? I came to invite you to dinner. When? Tonight? My house. Sue's invited too. I'll have Miles make his homemade ravioli with pesto sauce. What do you want? I just said. You know I'm a sucker for handmade pasta, and I know Miles and Marty Weldman were good friends on top of him being your shrink. Miles won't be in the mood to cook dinner. He needs a distraction. And I know things have been weird with us lately since... Since you attempted to emotionally manipulate me? To get confidential information and access to a case you aren't qualified to handle? And then had a mental breakdown in the station? I'm sorry about all of that. I want to patch things up. And we will. At work. When a psychiatrist has cleared you for duty. Capiche? Capiche. So you're trying to figure out whether Kate and I have similar reactions. Now, grief affects every person differently, but as the person closest to Kate at the time. Actually, Leslie was closest to Kate at the time. We were close growing up, but in high school we grew apart. Different friends, separate birthday parties, you know, standard teenage sibling stuff. The last people you want to be around are your family. 
But after your dad's death, you got close again? It changed. We got a lot closer. No one else understood. No one else understands. So you did have similar reactions. You bonded. We have similar reactions to everything. You can test that hypothesis, if you'd like. Let's just stick to question and answer. Uh, now, did you ever have dreams like Kate's? Not murder dreams. Other dreams, perhaps. Tell me about her sex dreams. Uh, well, Kate's dreams do have that sexual component. <laughs> Tell me about it, then. Maybe I can shed some light? I'm sorry, Jenny. You're making me uncomfortable. I think it's best if we end this interview. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> what are you doing with that lamp? Put that down, Jenny! Oh! Kate, there's a race on in two minutes. I plan to watch it. Sorry for bothering you. We'll have dinner sometime. Promise. Sure. Here. Din dinner. Kate? Why are your eyes closed? Oh, come on. What? Oh. Eric, babe, is something wrong? Kate's having another narcoleptic episode. Should I call 911? I'm fine. I'm fine. You aren't. I was just lightheaded. Sit down. I just, I just felt weird for a second. Really. Do you need some ice, Kate? A pillow? I brought- Sue, you're, you're so sweet. But I swear, I'm gonna be okay. I just, I need to go home. Sure. You look pale. Let me get you some water. Actually, maybe, Eric, maybe you should drive me. You just said you were fine. It's, it's safer. Are you fine or aren't you? Could you just- For God's sake, Eric, drive her home. Okay. I'll help you walk out to the car. And take a granola bar. Kate, you're so sweet. But I'm really not in the mood right now. Oh, my head hurts. Oh. Shh. Okay. <laughs> Kate, enough. What am I? Did you tie me up? Oh, God. I knew you were attracted to me. Get, get off me. Untie me. Oh, come on. You like it. I can feel it. Get the hell off of me. <sighs> ah, that's what was missing. You're the blind butcher. Hardly. Jenny, put the knife down. <clears throat> Jenny, untie me. Jenny! I usually wait until after I kill to leave my mark, but you, Miles, you deserve to feel the pain. After all you put my sweet sister through, all that led her to seeing what she never should have seen, you gave her so much pain. Wait, Jenny, Jenny, calm down. T take deep breaths. Let's talk about it. You really screwed this up for me. Worse, you screwed it up for Kate. How does it feel knowing you ruined your wife's happiness? 
criminals deserve to be punished. You hurt my sister. In my book, that's a criminal offense. And Kate? Kate will die because of you. Feeling okay? Yeah. Drink some water. I'm not dehydrated. Most people who don't think they can illegally drive are dehydrated. Happy? Uh-huh. I miss you. Me too. Oh. You okay? Oh. Kate! Oh, hell, not again. Oh, God. Kate? Kate, I'm here with you. Can you hear me? Oh, Miles. Jenny. Wake up. Jenny, Jenny is the butcher. She, she, she's got Miles tied up and she's going to... Oh, oh. Kate, Kate, calm down. We're almost home. Oh, Eric, we have to... I just saw Jenny is kissing Miles and she's got him hostage. Hey, hey, keep your eyes open. Stay with me. I can't. It's my husband. It's just a dream, Kate. It's not a dream. I have to stop her. I have to control her hand. It's a dream. It's about your husband, for crying out loud. <sighs> Kate? Kate, stay with me. Uh, uh, I'm pulling over. Kate? Kate? Help me. Just take me home. Oh. Uh, Five away. <laughs> what is your goal in this? Did I say something? Just for you to understand and to atone. Okay. Explain it to me. Gladly. Kate is never going to get over Daddy's death until it's solved. And it's near solved. The police are closing in on a suspect. A woman I believe killed my father. But they only found her because of the new murders. Convenient, huh? That the blind butcher came back, killed again. That's the story Kate was supposed to believe. The story I built to save Kate and I from the hell that destroyed us when we were our most vulnerable. <coughs> At first I thought the lack of closure was a good thing. Finding the butcher gave us direction after Daddy's death. It made us close again. Kept us from winding up drug addicts or flunking out of high school. But the ambiguity nod. There was a shadow on our lives. I could only save us if I tried a different road to justice. <laughs> but you... You idiot. You put her on track to thinking her dreams were more than just nightmares. You got her wondering. You made my skeptic sister a believer. She was fine. But you took advantage of her willingness to help. Her big, open, do-the-right-thing heart trying to save your train wreck of a career. And now you've train wrecked everything because that's what you do, Miles. You're a failure. And you failed, Kate. You led her to pain. And now, you'll suffer just as much as she has. Jenny, let's just step it back for a second. What do you want from me? You made Kate see what she shouldn't have. 
A fair trade is giving up your sight. <sighs> okay, fine. Fair trade. Blindfold me. Do it. Put it on me. Unfortunately, a blindfold is only temporary. <laughs> Shh. This might hurt a little. What, Jenny? I'm your brother-in-law. We're family. Isn't your whole crusade about saving your family? <sighs> we don't share any blood. Jenny, 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 oh God. Please don't. You didn't stop your story when it was hurting Kate. I, 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 get that knife out of my face. Oh, please. Shh. Be quiet. Shh. Now stay still. It'll hurt less. Not that I care. No. No, stop it. Kate. Kate, if you can hear me, we're at your house. Stay here. I'm getting Miles. Leaving a window open. Miles! Miles! I know your doorbell works. What the? Oh, hell! This is the Denver police. Come out with your hands up. Come out with your hands up! I'm an armed officer of the law. If I have to, I will shoot. Miles, you here? Miles! Excuse me, officer. What? I'll finish him later. I'm not done with you yet, Miles. Miles! Miles! Miles? Eric? Hello? Oh God! Miles? Eric? Oh no! Miles! Okay, okay. Okay, still alive. Okay, good. Oh God, okay. Okay, get help. Eric? Eric! Okay, okay, that's a pulse. You'll be fine, Rossi. Now, where's your radio? There, okay. 1078, at 1600 Garnet Street, 1052, officer down, over. 10-2, over. 10-2, on my way, over. Now, where is she? Jenny, what the hell am I doing? Grabbing a drink. You don't mind, do you? Of course you don't. I'm your sister. Mi casa es su casa. Jenny. Pepsi? Oh, you're grouchy today, sis. You aren't the sister I grew up with. You aren't- Feeling 13 again, huh? That knife, I know that knife. Slick, right? I carry it everywhere, real handy. Don't make that face. You should be happy to be spending time with your sister. Your sister who did everything for you. What are you talking about? Helping you with homework, braiding your hair, putting together the pieces for the police so you can stop trying to solve Dad's murder. Put down the knife. Put. It. Down. Mm-mm. Telepathy doesn't work that way. You can't control me. How does it- All I know is that you see me every time I do something for us. Miles- For. Us. 
Miles heard you. You never needed to know your visions were anything more than bad dreams. He's like fire. He exposed and then he burned. Miles would have left you in ashes. Well, you just let me- Finish a thought? You're wondering why. For the record, I'm not reading your thoughts. I just know our face that well. You killed my psychologist. You knocked out my partner. You attacked my husband. You didn't like your psychologist. You're a murderer. No one was talking about Daddy's murder anymore. No one was even trying to solve it. I was trying. You didn't try hard enough. I stole evidence from the department. You did? I risked my livelihood, my reputation. I've been trying to catch the blind butcher for years, and now... Now you now. did it, Kate. You finally caught me. Now go catch the real blind butcher. Jenny, you are the real blind butcher. No. No. Those men had no children. This won't solve it. Murder won't solve it. Nothing will solve it. We are never going to solve Dad's murder. Nothing we do will change what happened. <laughs> you gave up. You betrayed yourself. Jenny. Interest in the case needed to be revived, Katie. Even if that meant I had to revive it myself, it was the only way. Sure, this wasn't my first choice. But neither of us were able to track down the blind butcher. We didn't understand her. Now I do. And you do too. We've both become the blind butcher. I would never. You know exactly how she kills. You lived her murders. I wanted to save those men. I tried to stop. I'm sorry. You had to see what you saw. I truly am. From birth, you were the weaker twin, and you didn't deserve any of this. I'm not the weaker twin. We deserve justice. And now we can find it, Kate. I found the blind butcher. Want to know her name? Of course you do. You're drooling at the thought of that bitch serving time. But I couldn't build a case against her, not without new evidence. So I did what a good lawyer does. I got the evidence. That's... The police are closing in on her. Should have her in custody by the end of the week. Prison will be a nightmare for Andrea Pauline Hart. Andrea Pauline Hart. You can say it. Everyone will be saying it soon. You can't frame someone. All I did was renew interest in a cold case. The authorities will come to their own conclusions. We're never going to have a real answer, Jenny. You have to accept that. I just told you the answer, Kate. Dad's murder is solved. It isn't. Unfortunately, there's only one loose end. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your weapon! Stand down! Ow! Get off me! You're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be Miles. used against you in a court of law. Miles! You have the right to speak to an attorney. And have an attorney present during the meeting. 911, what is your emergency? This is Detective Kate McClay with the Denver PD. I need an ambulance sent to my address right away. What is your location? You have it on your screen. I'm calling you from my home phone. Just send the ambulance. He's going to bleed out. Detective, can you tell me who's hurt? He's lost so much blood. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
prison psychiatrist diagnosed Jenny with a narcissistic personality, but noted that Jenny's bigger psychiatric problem was unresolved life adjustment disorder. She never properly adjusted to dad being dead. The fresh feeling stuck with her for over a decade instead of being properly processed. Jenny stated that every day she saw the images of her father's mutilated corpse from the photo she saw at the police station. Every day. The psychiatrist said her twisted reenactments of our father's murder were a coping mechanism, an attempt to gain control of the situation she constantly relived in her head. A court date was set, where I would testify against my sister. I'm no closer to solving the source of our twin telepathy, but I have my theories. Theory number one, police radio. As twins, you could say Jenny and I were on the same frequency. She sent mental signals for only me to receive. At first, I only got them when sleeping, the only time I had my radio on. When awake, I dismissed her messages as my own thoughts, errant sexual fantasies or pangs of missing my sister. Radio off. It was only after I started to believe it was real that I received transmissions when I was awake. I imagine it started in the womb, when Jenny and I shared an amniotic sac. Less than 1% of twins share an amniotic sac, and most of those who do, don't survive it. Theory 2. Genetic Inheritance Looking back on the games Dad played with us, it's clear that he at least somewhat believed in twin telepathy, and was hoping for it to manifest. Maybe Dad's ancestors were twins who could see through each other's eyes as well. Twins run on both Mom and Dad's side of the family, but no one on Dad's side is alive to confirm this theory. Theory 3. Miles' Conclusion It doesn't matter where the dreams came from, because I stopped having them after Jenny was arrested. Radio silence. Problem solved. Oh yeah, Miles. Miles can no longer legally drive, and he spent time in therapy for his PTSD, but he survived, for the most part. He lost a lot of blood that night. When she attacked him, Jenny fully removed Miles' left eyelid and severed multiple retinal arteries. The doctors couldn't save his left eye. The authorities were never able to prove that Jennifer Hansen committed the blind butcher copycat murders. Simply, there was no hard evidence to connect Jenny to the murders. The only eyewitness was Kate, via twin telepathy, which, of course, is inadmissible in a court of law. Over the next two years, the remains of every man I ever saw in a vision were found. Ten men, including Marty. Mutilated corpses, missing eyeballs but no one believed I saw them die. Under police duress, Andrea Pauline Hart, a sex worker and burglar in Denver, confessed to committing five of the butcher murders a few hours before Jenny was arrested for attacking me. Of those five, she confessed to three recent murders and two of the original attacks. She never mentioned Kate's father, 
But the authorities felt they had their killer. Jenny's lawyer, one of the best in the business, she does have connections, instructed Jenny to plead guilty of assault in the first degree. Jenny's lawyer argued that her attack on Miles was a domestic dispute and managed to twist out testimony from Leslie and my mom supporting his argument that things weren't great between Miles and I leading up to Jenny's attack on Miles and that mentally ill Jenny was only trying to protect her sister. Assault in the first degree is considered a Class three felony in Colorado and carries an elevated sentence of 8 to 24 years in prison. Jenny got 15 years. Jenny is serving her sentence, set to be released in August of 2019, just a few months from now. I should clarify, the events you've heard were recorded in 2004. <gasps> okay. We're releasing this now because people need to know. The blind butcher is coming back. Oh, oh God, no. Kate. And I know exactly what she's after. What's going on? What happened? I just had a terrible dream. Mind's Eye was produced by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It was developed by Maggie Admire and Max Cutler, sound designed by Ron Shapiro. This episode was written by Maggie Admire, with production assistance by Carly Madden. Original story by Ron Cutler and Howard Cohn. It stars, in alphabetical order, Mike Capozzi, Amber Connor, Kimberly Holland, Harris Markson, Sarah Miller-Cruz, Sammy Nye, Carter Roy, and Brooklyn Sarver. <laughs> <laughs>